0: Welcome back to another episode of the Leadership Download. I'm here with uh, Travis. And today's podcast, we're going to be talking about getting to know your team. Travis, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, man. B- love
0: to be back at it again.
1: We've got a great topic to discuss tonight. We're going to be talking about, you know, getting to know your team. You know, as as new leaders, as as people who are walking into the leadership space for the first time, uh, you know, one of your first responsibilities you're going to have is getting to know your team. You know, I can remember the anxiety was high, the expectations often are are very very high for you to turn around a team. Because, you know, for most of us, when we're given that manager position for the first time, generally, some of us have been lucky to to, uh, be in a position where we are coming in after a great leader. But for the most of us, we're coming in after, uh, you know, someone who's kind of failed, are not been able to get the ball across the finish line. So we're, we're replacing someone. And, and now the expectations are high that we get things done. And then now the task is on us. So the question that everyone and everyone is asking is what should we do first? Out of everything we have to do, what should we do first? I can remember uh, the first couple of times that I had gotten assigned to new teams. There are so many things on the agenda. There's so many things you want to try to accomplish. But how do we narrow this down to a couple of things that we need to do? Specifically, one thing we want to talk about on this podcast today is, you know, what should we do first and just assist me with, assist us with this process. We're going to take something that we adopt from our our friend, uh, Dr. Sam Chan. It's what he calls the four A's. The four A's. And this is something that we actually talk about in a lot of our training and, and a lot of our materials that we use um, in our training programs. So let's jump right on in. That, the, the first A we want to focus in on, getting to know our teams, right? So we want to get to know the people on the team is attitudes. Sam Chan says this, this, this is who they are. Discover who they are by understanding their attitude towards their job and the people around them, we have to understand the attitude of the people on our team.
0: Yeah, that's so good, Travis. Having understanding, because you're stepping into new territory, um, you you have to think about, first of all, you probably don't know much about the job and responsibilities that you're stepping in, and that'll come with time. The day-to-day, the technical stuff, the things you have to do on a day-to-day, that'll come with time. But getting to know your team is the utmost priority, and is going to be key to really to your success. And um, attitudes is an element that is really important to take a look at is because that's where you understand the pulse of your team. Because you may be coming into a good environment, mediocre environment, or someone you're replacing someone that was toxic. So attitudes will give a pulse of who are I guess first of all, the pulse of the environment. Who are who are your advocates? Who are you know your negative Nancys out there? Uh, you're going to quickly identify the the personalities within your team. So it's very key to understand the attitudes. And um, you know, I think talking when we talk about getting to know your team, I think it's it's getting to know them on an individual basis. I think that's that's where you need to start. I mean, you can have as many team meetings, gatherings as you want to to help solidify your message. But where you're really going to make a difference is when you spend time one-on-one with people on your team. And that takes a lot of intentionality and it's going to take a lot of extra effort, but you're going to find when you're in a new role, it's definitely worthwhile.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, it, 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 it takes energy to 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 get these things to work, and, and this is one of the biggest uh, differences you'll find between uh, management and leadership. And you know, we, we talk about this all the time. There is a necessity for both of these things in our in in our uh, as a manager, right? We need to be able to manage. We need to be able to lead. But managers treat everyone the same. They treat everyone as if they all have the same attitude. Leaders go in understanding that not everybody on their team is going to possess the same attitude. Some people are going to be motivated. They're going to be self-starters. They're going to be people that you can point them in the right direction and they're going to charge the hill and they're going to, and then things are going to work out. There's going to be other people on the team that they have to consistently, you know, nudge and uh, uh, you know, encourage and push them in the right direction. And we will not know those things until we take the time to get to know our teams so that first A is attitudes. The second one is are their infinities, which is what do they like? Whom do they like? Sam Chan says, continues to say this. He says, for a, for a previous leader, knowing those alliances are still there can help current leaders make a smooth transition. So So what we need to know here is, was the previous leader, the previous manager, well-liked? And if they were, then, then you have to be able to navigate those, 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 that situation very carefully. You need to be able to show a respect to the past, by, but also pushing the, the uh, group forward. You don't, you don't want to necessarily uh, speak ill of, of, of a previous leader or speak um, out of turn with the previous leader, but uh, knowing how the room feels, how your team feels about uh, people on the team. People who were on the team uh, will help you make decisions moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's true, Travis. I remember one of the experiences I had in leadership is really going into. I was I was at a place where the leader leader was toxic, and uh, eventually this person uh, was removed from their role, and um, the team started talking, uh, bad mouthing this specific leader. And, um, yeah, for me, I didn't really like that. And you made a good point there is you have to, um, you're not there to put down that previous leader. You're here to kind of change and and work towards the future. So you, you want to, um, appreciate the past. Uh, I mean, you want to listen, of course, from your team, but you're, you want to stay focused on the future. Yes, this might've happened previously, but this is the way we're going to do it now and, and to get things better. And, um, I think also when we talk about alliances, it's important to talk about, um, you know, who are the movers and shakers in the work environment? Because who, who are the voices in your workforce Um, and leaning on those individuals, but then who are also your troublemakers? Uh, Because Uh you're going to have to I have a different strategy with those people that are more vocal in the work environment, and then your what I call your your negative Nancys in in the work environment.
1: No, you're you're exactly right, and and knowing where those alliances lie, knowing with who holds the the influential uh, position in in the team, and, and, and don't be surprised if the person who holds the most influence is not necessarily someone who has authority. Uh, oftentimes it's not it's it, sometimes and often can be someone who's just a a, a frontline contributor uh, to the team that happens to just have the the ear and the influence of the team um and like i like like you said cameron i think it's important to realize as new leaders we want to come in we want to stake our claim we want to we want to we want to make a difference and one of our temptations may be to try to push put you know, speak ill or speak badly of a previous leader. Um, But also remember that there's a good chance that there were people on that team that also liked that leader. So uh, putting your, you you can, you can immediately put yourself in a very bad position uh, with them by just simply speaking things that weren't necessary. Uh, That person is no longer there. You're now in charge. Uh, don't waste your energy on living in the past. Let's move. Let's move towards the future. The third thing is is anxieties. What causes them stress? Who causes them stress? So h- right here, we need to start learning about you know what is the what is the high stressors of the team? Uh, what are the things that are keeping the team from moving forward? What are the things that are keeping the team from uh, being productive and efficient? Um, oftentimes, and this is something I tell all new new leaders is I said, you know, if you go into a new, if I go into a new organization or onto a new team and and you can very quickly have a team meeting and begin to fill a half a page to a page of notes of anxieties that are going on in the organization. Everything from massive issues that will take, you know, take months and it will take HR structures and it will take all sorts of other problems to all these different structures to solve. Down to, you know, we don't have enough coffee in the break room. Uh, You know, we don't have enough space in the refrigerator for everybody's food. We don't have enough lockers in the locker room uh, for everybody who's working here. Uh, There's very easy necessities, things that we can fix. And I say, you know, if you can take six or seven of those things and you can just solve them very quickly. If it's just like I can solve this with, you know, a little bit of money or I can solve this with just making some small changes you begin to knock those anxieties off, you become their best friend very quickly, because they say they see you as someone who's taking away things that were once a problem for them. So we want to know their anxieties, we know, we want to know what's stressing them out.
0: Yeah, and the skill that that it takes here, especially when you're trying to find what causes them stress, or who causes them stress is really listening. And that's, that's what I feel like, you have to do when you first transition to a leadership role or supervisory role is you need to first listen. Of course, there's stuff that you want to do. There's stuff that you want to do in the environment. Uh, You want to change things. You want to introduce new strategies, whatever that might be. You might have so many bright ideas, but your first and utmost priority is to get to know your team and listen. And listening, you're going to find out a lot about your team Uh, what the stresses are, what the pain points are, what strategies or what changes you need to implement. And um, I remember there was one place where I went, it was a, I I was a new, new leader at this location. And um, it took about two, three months of listening, of course, I mean, you know, we were running the business and everything was going smooth, but it took almost two to three months to fully listen to the team and then figure out what needed to be done and changed. And, uh, you know, I had my ideas, but I had to put my ideas on, on the side and leave that for later down the line. But first I had to fix the priorities. What was a priority for the team? And that's really the most critical thing is you want to listen to your team. You want to hear your team. And because if if they feel heard, they're going to be candid with you. They're going to provide that feedback, and then uh, once they see action, they're they're going to be more willing to get to know you more as well. Um, they're going to naturally organically come to you more uh, because you're actually doing something about it. Because I know Travis, like how many how many times have you experienced managers where? you talk to them about something and it could be something minor and they don't do anything about it. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it, and another thing to keep in mind here too, is when you're new to the team and you're coming in and you're replacing a, a former leader, uh, I can remember doing this a couple, a couple of years back. I was, I was replacing another manager who had uh, retired and stepped away and there was a lot of, uh, a little bit of turmoil for a little bit because there was some very senior uh, leaders in the base and some of the supervisory positions. And there was a lot of anxiety and I went in and I had a kind of a town hall uh, meeting and I'm like, so, so what's going on here? Uh, why, why is there so much anxiety here? And what they came back to me immediately was um, you know, you're new. We we're, we're, we're very concerned you're going to change everything of the way we've been doing it. So, I mean, the anxiety that they're facing actually could be you. And if you take the time to listen, you know, I was able to solve a lot of their anxiety immediately by saying, Hey, you know what, we are going to make some changes, but I can promise you this. We're not making changes immediately and all changes will be made slowly and through a process. And then suddenly anxiety was, anxiety was gone. You know, people could take time to process that and, That's such a key piece for us to know is that we need to know what the anxieties are so that we can go in and we can address them straight on.
0: Yeah, Trev, that reminds me actually of one experience uh, where I remember I was going into, this was an international location and uh, the team was stressed actually. And I didn't know know why because no one had told me. And I didn't find out until after a couple of weeks into the role is that people were worried about how young I was and that I was going to shake up and ruin stuff and do things my way and not listen to anyone. And I didn't realize that was a whole issue. So I had to explain everyone because no one knew my background. Everyone thought Mm -hmm. I was a line tech that just got promoted to this role um, or I was a frontline role and then went to this, this uh, you know, leadership position. once I explained my experience and who I am uh, it was part of my group meeting, my team meeting and then they started to gain an understanding of, of who I was holistically. Um, so that's important too, is, is like, you know, some, sometimes you won't even know the stress until, until after like a while. And then you're like something so minor that, that the team was making a big deal about it. But then those, you have to address it right on spot on right away. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we can we can take care of those anxieties.
0: And the fourth and final one is animosities.
1: You know, what is it and who is it that they do not like? So we need to know who you know, is there is there any type of uh, major disagreements on the team? Is there any uh, is there any, you know, uh, rivalries or any issues on the team that we need to know about? Leaders need to know what kind of what kind of people they're dealing with. Is it a is it a team that is united? Is it, or is it a team that is in disagreement? Is there departments within you know within the company that struggle to 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 work with other people in other departments? Um, knowing knowing how that the dynamic works will is critical. Sometimes it can be a, a bit much and it can be a little bit more drama than you want to deal with, but understanding how uh, all these departments work together and organiz- the organization works as a whole is, is, is critical. So knowing their animosities and who, and who they like and who they don't like is critical.
0: And another thing I wanted to mention is also the leaders that are surrounding you. I mean, you might be uh, the executive leader of your team. You might be a middle manager or supervisor or a, or a lead or whatever that might be. Uh, you want to look at the team, the leadership team that you're surrounded by uh, you know what are they good in? What are what are the areas they uh, might be weak in? And um, you know how how does the leadership team get along together? Because sometimes the the division starts from the leadership team itself, and then that flows down to the the front line. So you want to you want to see evaluate the leaders that that surround you. It it might be twenty leaders. It could be it could be five leaders. It could be just three. Um, but that those are the individuals that you're really going to lean on. Uh, it doesn't matter what level of leadership you're at. Um, and uh, that's, that's where you'll find the animosities and uh, how the, um, how the climate is within the uh, leadership team.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, take these, these four A's add a, you know, what are their attitudes? What are their affinities, what is their anxieties and what are their animosities and focus in on these four A's as you begin to learn about the people in your team. Leaders can only respond to information if they know about it. And this is, a, this is what's really important uh, at the beginning of a new relationship with a new team is that you are there just as much to lead or you're there is just as much to listen as you are to lead in those moments. You know, um, a, a couple of CEOs that I've really admired, um, they've been successful because they are willing to go on list the listening tour. They're, they're li- willing to go out there and listen to what's actually happening. And they're able to keep their, uh, handle the pulse of what's going on. So let's use these four A's and let's set up ourselves for success. Take time to know, your the players on your team cameron final thoughts
0: final thoughts well probably would be best to recap the what the four a's are so the four a's and uh, we got this from dr sam chan so the four a's are attitudes affinities anxieties and animosities um and i think this is really uh, a a top priority for you if you are a new leader is to get to know your team make that your first priority All the rest of the stuff, the technical aspect of your role, that'll come with time and you learn that over time. But your first priority is get to know your team.
1: Absolutely. Well, as always, we thank you guys so much for joining us today on the Leadership Download. If you want to find out more about some uh, other projects that me and Cameron have going on, check us out at tcadvisorygroup.com. Also, if you are a more of a senior leader and you've been, uh, been in the leadership space for a while and you want to grow at a deeper level, check out our new podcast, the Executive Leadership Podcast. And uh, we will catch you guys in the next episode. We thank you as always. Take care.